Hey guys and welcome back to my podcast. So the Premier League's game week four is done and uh, the game week has actually been a letdown for me, honestly speaking, in terms of FPL and in terms of Manchester United as well. If uh, if I talk about from a Manchester United fan's point of view, we should have perfectly easily won against Southampton, but we didn't. Credits to credits to our number nine, I would say not number ten. But technically, on field number nine, Marcus Rashford. Um, I've been saying this for months. I've been saying this for years. Marcus Rashford is not a centre forward. But then again, uh, this podcast is not about Manchester United. This podcast is about Fantasy Premier League. Manchester United actually, I cannot just sum up everything that's wrong with that club right at the moment in just one podcast. I need a full, maybe an album for that. There's just so much wrong in every position, every inch of the grass. Jumping on to FPL. Uh, Actually, a big letdown for me this weekend with my captaincy, Team Apuki. I honestly was considering considering Norwich to score at least one, or maybe two even, and Puki to be involved in that because West Ham had has had such a terrible defensive record so far, at home and away, and uh, Norwich also looked really sharp in front of goal. But again, uh, you can you can never predict anything in football. To be honest, one hundred percent correctly. And uh, this week was proof of that. Bersen kept a clean sheet, one, two nil, and Puki flopped. Even uh, even if I hadn't gone with Puki, to be honest, I would have gone otherwise with Sterling, who was my vice captain. And even he flopped unexpectedly, which hasn't happened in a long time. I don't even remember the last time Raheem Sterling blanked in a game week, not even an assist or a goal. I don't even remember when was the last time this happened. So. This was one of those game weeks, you know, where it this kind of game week comes every four or five weeks in a row, and it just completely shatters your uh, ratings, your overall rankings. I really started so well, uh, if I would talk about four weeks ago, a month ago, I would say in game week one, and uh, suddenly now I'm sitting here with the ratings somewhere around seven hundred thousand something, while I was in eleven thousand, I think, from eleven thousand to seven hundred thousand in four weeks. Uh, God, that is a horrible drop. Um, so, in uh, in hindsight, for this game week, I would say I made one transfer: Matt Ryan to David De Gea, which uh, honestly didn't like. I was expecting De Gea and United to keep a clean sheet, but again, looking at all the things that we have, all the problems we have defensively. Uh, it didn't came, but still, De Gea. I feel uh, I really had a comparison of all uh, the goalkeepers for making this decision last last week to jump to Ryan uh, to De Gea from Ryan, and I felt that De Gea is uh, in that price range. If I want to spend big, I feel De Gea has the best fixtures, best uh, I would say saving saves per game, and uh, overall the fixtures are also nice. With De Gea, the next two are lesser at home. West Ham United away, then it's Arsenal at home, so you can predict some saves there, and clean sheets, clean sheets maybe, maybe not, but still, uh, my main thing from jumping uh, from Matt Ryan to De Gea was City game, and I was correct, Ryan got one, I think, they conceded four, so minus one there, and uh, they still got two. Let's see, uh, United actually do perform well at home, so maybe De Gea can have a clean sheet next week against Leicester City. Now, other than De Gea, even my other two buyers in the previous weeks, Lundstram and 
Okay, that was a flop this game week and uh, I really really feel this uh, with the international break upon upon us all uh, maybe a wild card can be on on the cards maybe I a lot of wild cards have been play, played actually in these weeks I have been watching it on Twitter on FPL show and all the other stuff like I think there have been around 1.5 million or 1.3 million wild cards played already out of 6 million players so it's it's really amazing but uh, i don't know i'm not really sure you know to be playing my wild card this early in the season because wild card is something that from what i've learned in the last 3 4 years either you play it early and get its reward which i should have done maybe last week maybe i can do it this week again that i will say but or you keep it till december december where that dreadful winter winter fixture run comes where there were three or four games at times in one week so and maybe i would be doing the same thing again this year as well i would be keeping it till december but still uh, who knows if the international break does its magic and somehow two or three players of my team get injured like laporte this game week now laporte one was really really i actually felt really bad for him eric laporte he just had his call up for french national squad his first call up his first ever call up for french national squad last week and this game week he got injured and i think but the looks of it the injury is bad so this is the beauty of you know these international game week international breaks you just don't know what's going to happen so i think i'll see i'll wait till let's say at least a week for uh, all the first round of fixtures first round of international fixtures to shape up and then i'll see if i'm going to play my wild card or not Of course, the price rises will be full on by then, but still, you know, I believe price rises really. To be honest, I feel maybe a lot of people will just disagree or agree with me, but price rises actually don't really matter on a large scale. On short term, yes, they do. If you wanna just have a swap, like swap for one player, maybe use it two two free transfers, then I feel price rises maybe would affect your thinking and your thought process, but. If you're planning to play a wild card and it's an in, something like an international game week, I feel price prices really don't matter that matter that much because, of course, you you have your wild card on, so you can easily make replacements according to your prices. Now coming on to international break, I, there are two really good games to be honest on sixth September and seventh September, which uh, are really I'm really keen on watching. First one is Germany against Netherlands on Friday, sixth September. then it's the very next day on 7th England versus Bulgaria two really good games Germany versus Netherlands would be really really interesting because uh Germany has had a good squad a changed kind of squad a younger squad and uh, Netherlands have currently the UEFA best player Virgil van Dijk then there are the highlights as well like Delay Memphis Depay Frankie de Jong it's going to be a really good game and then of course England versus Bulgaria is also going to be a good game after the international break i do have some transfer plans for my fpl one guy in particular who i really am watching as a replacement for lundstrom is eric peters now eric peters has been really good in these last three game weeks and even his uh, burnley's next four fixtures actually really look good they all four greens it's brighton away norwich at home aston villa away so the games are really good and similarly the teammate of Eric Peters Ashley Barnes 
I'm actually eyeing, eyeing him also as a replacement for Timo Pukki. Timo Pukki, if not Timo Pukki, maybe then Joshua King. But I really want to get Ashley Barnes in the team because Ashley Barnes has been unexpectedly really, really good. And honestly speaking, he's been under the radar of myself included and many FPL experts. Because if you go out on public, you never actually see Ashley Barnes being mentioned that much. But he has been, he has had four goals still now and uh, he's in really good form if you look at it from a, from a statistical point of view. And Josh King is someone who, Bournemouth in particular, I don't really feel like much hope in Josh King and just waiting for a uh, right time to get him out. Timo Puki is someone which, uh, of course, I like him, so maybe I won't be getting him out. It's not, I would say, 70-80% person. I'm sure it's going to be Josh King if I get Barnes. Other than Barnes, I also have an eye on Tammy Abraham. Now, Tammy Abraham... Two games, four goals, incredible, incredible form. And uh, his next two games in particular are a bit tricky, Wolves and Liverpool. But after that, from game week 7 to game week 10, they are absolutely four back-to-back greens. And there were three home games in that in that time span. So I really feel Tammy Abraham also with that price bracket of 7.2 is really an interesting pick. Of course, he's going to rise in price. Maybe by this game week 10, he will be 7.3 or 7.4, who knows. But still, Tammy Abraham and Ashley Barnes and Eric Peters, these three guys are right on top on my radar. With nice fixtures and nice, nice form, I really have, I, these guys are really tempting at the moment. Credits and cheers to my dad who got Tammy Abraham last week and got rewarded for that. He had a nice written for, return from Tammy Abraham this week. So, well... You know, he took his chance and got his reward for that. Now, in forward, I also have one pond ring, well, uh, which many others would also have. That is of Aguero. Sergio Aguero suddenly has hit his form. I really wasn't expecting it, to be honest, for Aguero to be hitting that this kind of form once again. But he's one of the best for a reason. And again, he's right on top, right on top of the goal scoring chart this season with six goals and. Because even the, the next two fixtures re- look really good. Norwich away, Watford at home. And Watford, Sergio Aguero has had a really good record against Watford in particular. So, and Harry Kane for me has been really a letdown since game week one. Game week one, yes, he had points. But again, like I mentioned in my previous podcast, Harry Kane, has, Harry Kane and Tottenham in particular look absolutely fatigued. Uh, downgrade from last season in particular. And... Uh, Another replacement, if I play my wild card, of course, I will definitely be getting Kane out of Aguero. But it all depends on my wild card, if and when I play my wild card. And that that is a big if there, because maybe I won't do any transfer at all, you know, because Kane also plays Crystal Palace, it's a London derby, and Kane has a good record. And maybe, just maybe Kane can bag, bag a few goals. And... Mupuki plays Manchester City... Josh King plays Everton. It's gonna be tricky, but I'm really, really in confusion right now whether I should be playing my wild card or not. And this confusion, actually, to be honest, by this time next week, it's gonna be right on top because many people would be playing in this time span their wild cards. They would be having these wonderful templates and these wonderful teams. And I myself would be spending, I'm sure of that, my free time on 
getting different kind of drafts and stuff for my team and it's just like one click away wildcard is honestly speaking just one click away from me i really have wildcard on mine and i feel either it's now or it will be straight up in december that i'm sure it's either going to be this game week or it's going to be straight up in december there's no in between for wildcard so i'm going to see maybe by this time next week i would have next podcast saying yo i've played my wildcard these are players that i've got so i'll see uh but yeah this game week has been a really really bad one for me and uh, i really wish this type of game week never comes f- for a long time now <laughs>